0: Today is going to be an, exo- an exodus. Say, today, today it will be exodus. Will be exodus. Put your hands on Jesus Christ. What's the meaning of Exodus? It means what? Departure in large numbers. All right. So today, how many are related to depart? One thing that I love the prophetic ministry most is that God tells us every season what we must do. Yes. First Chronicles 12, 32. It is like sons of Issachar. Give me 1 Chronicles 12. 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32. Read together. 1 two, 3, go read. Message translation. All right, now give me amplified version. understand the sons of Issachar because of their level of understanding even all the chiefs rich people were under their instruction they were not kings they were not prophets but they were sons of Issachar they had understanding of times in King James' version, it puts it this way, that they, they understood what Israel ought to do. Now, give me back to King James' version. It says, And all the children of Isaac, which were men that had understanding of the terms, to know what Israel ought to do. The moment you understand what you are supposed to do, the herds of men, of them, were two hundred, and all their brethren were at their commandment. Oh, they are brethren. Brethren is brothers, sisters, cousins. We are under their commandment of the sons of Issachar. Understanding of times. It is not a matter of understanding or prayer. It is an, a matter of understanding what is God doing at this particular moment. Did you hear that? If God is killing people, you also heal. If God at that season, his blessing, you also bless i feel like you get me right so right now it is a season where god is busy to take his children depart from the place where they are and he's doing it not only one he's not only blessing one he's not only moving one he's moving his children in large numbers (laughs) that's the meaning of exodus departure in large numbers. And this is a season where God delivers not one person, but the whole tribe of Israel who are living in bondage in Egypt. He takes them out. Not one, not two, not three, but everybody. And I want you to know there are moments and times where you came to church, you could not be delivered, but your neighbor was delivered. But this season around, God is saying, I will deliver every person you heard me you heard me you heard me you heard me it's a season of Exodus wherever you are receive in the name of Jesus put the hands for Jesus Christ of you six exodus 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 32 from verse 12 now we we read the Bible saying, and he said, Suddenly I will be with thee, and, he, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, you shall save God upon this mountain. Now give me NIV, verse 13. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? Read Together loud, I am who I am. God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to them, Israel. I am has sent me to you. Well, I did mention to you why God hides his name, God. The word God, which we all use, that's not his real name. The word God can be used by even idol worshippers, they call him God. Even if they make something that looks like, like something they worship, they also call it God. So the word God does not real, it's not a real name. It's like the word human. It is not a name referring to one human. It's not a specific name. So when we say God, it is not a real name of God. God has a name. And I did mention to you that in Israel, they don't call him God. He's called what? He's called Yahweh. That's his real name. But they can't mention it Yahweh. They can't. Because he's too holy to be called his name. His real name. In those days, if you call him Yahweh, you are dying immediately because of how holy is his name. That's why until today, the name God is just to symbolize who he is, but that's not his real name. His real name is Yahweh. And, but it's not pronounced Yahweh. And I didn't mention to you. You hear right? It's pronounced Y-H-V-W-O-H. So that's his name. Now I understand this. So his word, his name, he's called Yahweh. That's his name. Which one? Now do you understand what I told you? Moses did not grow up to a house that knew God. Moses was taken when he was in a basket leaving into the palace who took him the daughter of Pharaoh. when she went to take a bath by the river she found a basket and there was a child in there and the mother was hiding the child in the basket by the river so the, the 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 daughter of the king took the child to the king's house and the king of egypt was not knowing god he didn't know god he was an idol worshiper So, ladies and gentlemen, the child grew up in a house of idol worshippers. There was no God. As far as I know, what the Bible says, in Egypt, there were so many magicians in the house of the king. So, Moses, he is not a man who will be easily convinced. If you come and say you are God, you will not convince Moses. Because Moses saw magic in the house of Pharaoh. How do we know? When Moses went to the house of Pharaoh, the Bible says Pharaoh called his magicians who were doing what Moses was doing. When Moses put a stick down, turns into a snake, they too were putting their sticks down, turning into what? So Moses knew he, he grew up in that house where magicians were there. So to convince Moses, you need to to also prove to moses that you you are a, a really a power otherwise moses will not go to Pharaoh. are you hearing me yes. this is why god appeared in the burning bush to some people they just preach a pastor in the church will just preach they will believe the message they will understand it but some of you god knows your background he knows you're coming from where, which doc- which doctors are, yes. Sangomas are. Yes. That's why he will come with miracles, just like you to understand. Yes. That's when other countries in um, America, uh, where there's no witchcraft, miracles and prophetic are not much. Because just by preaching, they will understand. As long as you come and say, "Hallelujah," I want to preach I'm you know, talk about, man. They'll be like, "Hey, man, oh yes." So tomorrow we are fasting chocolate, they will fast chocolate. But in Africa, for an African to believe that the God we are talking, is, they must see a miracle. Oh yes, Major. You are not even hearing, I'm just trying to say. Oh yes, Major. So Moses, he grew up in a house where there were idols, magicians were everywhere. And Moses grew up in that house. And remember, Moses, one day, he committed murder. He killed a man who was killing a Jew. And Moses ran away from the palace to his uncle Jethro. Far away, the prince, the priest of Midian. Far away from Egypt. Right there, you can run away from God, but he'll find you wherever you go. Moses, he's now married. To Jethro's daughter and he's taking care of the sheep in the desert behold a bush is burning and I told you why was the bush burning because in Egypt one of their gods in Egypt they do a ceremony of burning fire until today the gods of Egypt they do they burn fire to worship their gods now God understood. If I appear to Moses in a way that he understands, he will, he will pay attention. Now remember, Moses was in Egypt. He knew the burning bush, the burning of fire, the worshipping of idols. When Moses saw the bush burning, he came close. Like, I think this is the, the gods I know. This is why when God said, I am sending you, he kept on asking. Who should I say you are? He knew he is God. But which one? Because in Egypt there were many gods. Did you hear that? Yes. In Egypt there were what? Many. Until today. If you go to China there are many gods. If you go to India. There are like a, uh, 1 billion gods or something. A cow is a god in India. You can't eat a cow. They will kill you. Let's so say you are killing their god. A man is a God. You're so lucky that you've got a God who doesn't die. Yes. So Moses had this background. That's why God kept on introducing himself to him. I am God of your fathers. Do you understand? If you don't understand what's going on, just go on the name of the god of your father god kept on saying i am god of your father he says that's my name forever oh yes so moses he stood there and the God says i am god of your father now let's go let's continue verse 13. what does the bible say verse 13 in niv moses said to god suppose i go to the Israelites and say to them the god of your fathers have sent me to you and they ask me what is his name because in his mind was ancestors then what shall i tell them 14. god said to moses i am who i am this is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am, has sent me to you. 15. Then he says, God also said to Moses, said to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, has sent me to you. Then he says, What? This is my name forever. What name? God of your fathers. That's my name forever. The name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. Just go down. Then it says, Go assemble the elders of Israel. And this way, I want you to understand it very well. Mm-hmm. Understand this part very well. The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and have seen. What has been done to you in Egypt God has seen what has been done to you at your workplace God has seen what has been done to you in your life then the Bible says what then the Bible says and I have promised to bring you up out of your misery God has promised to bring you out of your misery Into a land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, God is about to take somebody. In the, come on. Oh yes, nature. He will make you possess. I receive. Wherever you go. I receive. In the land of people of Pretoria. I receive. In the land of people of Zulu. I receive. Wherever you go, you shall rise in the name of Jesus. I receive. Come on, somebody put your hand together for Jesus. Then the Bible says. Then the Bible says. And I promise to bring you up out of your misery. Oh my God. Into the land of Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jambusites, a land flowing. A land flowing with milk and honey. I don't understand that. People really think that uh, God really meant the real honey. And the real milk. When you say milk and honey, it is a type of life. I call it the leaky leaky anointing. There are some things you eat and you're forced to lick there. Mm. If you are eating hand in your hands, you're forced to be like, should I lick here? <laughs> are you here or you're home? Oh hey, wave your hands, shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that's the point that I want you to understand. God is always willing to take you out of bondage. I heard this somebody was saying, "Eh, nowadays, eh, these pastors, they don't just they don't preach they don't preach salvation, they only preach prosperity." Wait, if God was not interested in prosperity, why is he taking people out of Egypt to a land of milk Why? If God is not interested. Imagine God is calling the poverty of the people of Israel in Egypt. He's calling it what? Misery. He's calling it affliction. What you're passing through when God looks at you, He says, my son is in misery. My son is in affliction. This is the reason of Exodus. Every person in the misery... Every person in affliction, God will remember you today. Are you here? Now, giving back the scriptures, the elders of Israel, this is the whole point I want you to understand very well. The elders of Israel will listen to you. King James Version. And they shall hearken to thy voice. Listen, listen to me. Prophets are a voice. What have I said? Prophets are a voice. Prophets are a voice. That's what john said i am a voice crying in the wilderness who was john a prophet prophets are a voice until a prophet has become your voice you will never receive anything listen and surprisingly is the voice of god is similar to the voice of every prophet. What have I said? Do you understand Samuel? He's sleeping in his room. And God calls out, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel wakes up. He goes to Eli. And he knocks by the door. Are you calling me? It means which voice did he hear? Tell me, which voice did he hear? The voice of Eli. Now, everyone here hears, he actually, you all know my voice, right? Even if they can close your eyes and I come and I'm talking, you'll be like, this is my father. Oh, yes, Major. Do you understand? Do you mean Eli? Do you mean, I mean, do you mean Samuel? Didn't you know the voice of Eli? He was staying with Eli. But why did he go to Eli to knock? He said, are you calling me? And Eli said, I never called you. He went to sleep again. And the voice came again. Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel went again to Eli. Are you calling me? Now tell me, which voice was he hearing? The voice of Eli. It came as whose voice? Eli. As Eli's voice, right? That's why I was going to Eli. But it was not Eli calling. Who was calling? but God took with the voice of who of Eli because Eli was a spiritual father of Samuel oh yes (laughs) I'm talking to somebody right here oh yes major my father my father you may be sitting there not knowing you may think it's the voice of a prophet yet God has just disguised himself in a voice of a prophet yes God himself talking to you oh yes Rachel. did I just say God himself is talking to you oh yeah and if it's God who just said to you and he just said today there'll be departure in a large I receive it I receive Every person, every go, person, oh, yes, you'll be out of your situation in the name of Jesus. I receive you are moving from one place to another place in the name of Jesus. I receive you are moving out from a situation. I receive in Jesus' name. I receive. Take your neighbor, it's not just a matter of talk, it's not just a matter of talk. The Lord has spoken, the Lord has spoken, neighbor so imagine God are you here imagine God took the voice he took the voice of Eli to speak to Samuel because God will appear in something you understand he will appear through the bush the burning bush because Moses will understand it and God says to Moses Moses and Moses comes closer he thinks that the gods of Egypt. God says, you don't do that. Take off your shoes. This is not the God of Egypt. <laughs> he says, take off your shoes. The place you are standing is the holy ground. Because this God is the holy God. Am I talking to Samuel right here? Oh, yes, Major. And the Bible and Moses took off his shoes. This is serious. And the God says to Moses, he says, I am God of your forefathers. And I like that verse. Give me back the verse. What is the verse saying? It says, they will hearken unto your voice, they will hear your voice. Go back to scripture. Why do they go read? The secret is, they shall hear your voice. Now, simple question is, God says they'll hear whose voice? Whose voice they shall hear here? Moses' voice. But who is speaking? But whose voice will they hear? Come on, somebody celebrate Jesus. And that's when there's a secret and it's also dangerous. Because you may think it's a human talking. They will think it's Moses talking. Yet it's God. said, so They shall hear your voice. But it's not him Moses talking. It is God talking. But they will hear your voice. Not my voice. They will hear your voice. Despise not the speaking of God. Through his servants. You may be seeking for God. Yet God is speaking right in front of you. And Moses, and Moses comes to the elders. He speaks to them. He says, They shall hear you, Moses, not me. They will see you, Moses, not me. Hallelujah. Now, the scripture continues. Let's go ahead with the scripture. Now, go verse 19. Verse 19 says, And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go no not even by a mighty hand what does that mean even if i perform miracles the king of egypt will not let you go why why says he will not let you go miracles happening he will not let you go you come in church you sit down there you see miracles happening but you the king of egypt says you are not to let you go You are wondering. People are testifying. Everybody's testifying, but only you. The king of Egypt says, I will not, you will remain with this problem. The king of Egypt will not let you go. Not even by miracles. Miracles are happening. Wanders, says so, so he will not let you go until you go. Verse twenty. Verse twenty says it in this way. All right, read verse twenty together. One, day to go read? What will make the Egyptians leave you is what wonders it says I will, perform, I will strike them with wonders, they will let you go. But Exodus chapter 7, mm, Exodus chapter 7, it is talking about breaks which God performed. What made the Israelites leave the people of Israel? It was what the death of their firstborn sons. And who killed them the angel of God killed all their firstborn upon they said no we can't keep it anymore you people go now it was a plague a punishment that made them to do this yet in this verse God is calling it a wonder and I did mention to you I said what a wonder to you is a punishment to your enemy a wonder to you is a punishment it's a plague it's a plague to your what